Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast, now we're doing a podcast. I'm Jordan Gray, and this is Transplaining, podcast about questions. Each week, a special guest asks me uh, a, a very, very big question and then a very, very small question. And then with the help of a very special co-host from the world of comedy, we attempt to answer those questions as best we can uh, with the limited knowledge at our disposal. Sometimes we know, sometimes we don't. Asking the questions today is the wonderful Jordan Brooks, helping me answer those questions. Ah, it's only bloody huge Davis. He's sitting right here without a shirt. Got no shirt, left it in a line bike. Left it in a line bike, and I am upset because I only have one shirt. <laughs> As a straight man, I have one shirt, one short, one trouser, one shoe, two t-shirts for rotation, and now I have to go out and buy a shirt. Uh, someone's got my shirt now. Could be anyone. It's an audio medium. You're wearing a t-shirt. Well, you are wearing a t-shirt. You had a shirt above it, an extra layer. That extra yeah, but I've got no gone. trousers on. Left that on the line <laughs> bike too. And bottomless, actually, to <laughs> emphasise how naked I am. <laughs> it's really lovely yeah. to see you in this state. But yeah. also in general, we've not seen each other since. Well, it'd be a nice change for someone else to get the get the dick out. Nick's me. Nick's me out. Yeah, no. I mean, Nick me out. You've already played the keyboard more proficiently than I do, and with less to carry around. Because when we bump into each other, the usually our joke is, I'm on my way somewhere with a massive titanium flight case, and you're carrying your little Toys R Us keyboard. Yeah, the conversation the conversations we have are con- conversations that never been had before by anyone. <laughs> yeah, they're quite. I'm easy. like, I'm like, have you think about wearing it? <laughs> Yeah. And you're like, absolutely not. That looks like a nightmare. And it I is like. a nightmare. My back is so fucked. Like, I just, I Sorry. think I'll be dead in two years. It's such a jaunty thing to damage your back over. Yeah. <laughs> For those listening, I wear, a, I wear a giant keyboard around my neck on stage. Well, Huge is a, is a wonderful musical comedian who performs with a full-size Yamaha keyboard strapped to, it's really sweet, it says strapped to himself. <laughs> like, yeah. what else, to, 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 to what else? Can well, that is, that's, I don't know how to describe it. I have strapped yeah. it to myself. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it looks pretty stupid and it's very heavy. And I think I'm just feeling the effects of it. I think when I started, I was like, you know, when you're trying lots of things, it doesn't really work. And then you're like, maybe this will work. And then in the back of your head, you're like, I hope this doesn't work. And so then you it did. Do it and it, yeah, then you did. It does work. And you're <laughs> like, oh god. It's like when you're trying out sexual fetishes or something like that. When you're young, you're like, maybe what? What will I be into? And then you're like, I hope it's not someone like shitting on me. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, because then if you like that, that's like a whole. Di- your life's different. Yeah. Like I once went on a date with someone, and they said the first thing they said was like do you want to piss on me? And I said, no. And she went, that is a relief because <laughs> my ex would always piss on me and he'd, dem- oh, right. and he'd demand it. So like right. f- for her, that was the most important thing for, you know, to just have not someone piss on her. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Because I've got quite a positive mindset. When you said that, I was thinking that was her invitation. She was asking if you would like no, to. No, she was asking me not I'm worried not that you wouldn't want to do that. I'd be more concerned about learning that you had a very expensive fetish if it involved a lot of things. Well, like fucking in Harrods. <laughs> it's got to be in... Huge <laughs> <laughs> was nominated for the best newcomer with his debut show, The Car Park. And you can't tell. You can't tell. You're like, what, these, these, this, this, this sort of conversation for an hour? The Car Park in 2019, Edinburgh Fringe. You'll be back at Edinburgh Fringe this August with your show, Who Done It? 
which you'll be able to catch at the Pleasance Courtyard. Yeah, you can, man. If you fancy it. Yeah, for sure, 100%. It's a, it's a lot of this, there's a lot of other stuff as well. Mostly it's nothing. You. My stand-up is nothing like what I, I am, I think. like I just, It's all very, mm-hmm. like, it's all about murder. I, know, I barely talk about murder when um <laughs> when in a conversation, but, like, I'll talk... All... I've noticed that about you. You yeah, hardly ever I bring never, it up. Never, never but the amount it. of people you've murdered, you never yeah. bring it up. Quite humble, really. Yeah. Um, this The whole point of this show is that somebody brings in a, a big and a small question and then we attempt to answer them. Are there any areas of expertise that you think you've got outside of perhaps music and murder and <laughs> not being shit on? Uh, that you, What's some things that you know sort of a lot about? Tuna pasta bake. I know how to make that so well. Also, like, I think a lot of people think they know how to make a tuna pasta bake, but then they actually come to do it and it's like kind of like a 7 out of 10. I can get a 10 out of 10 tuna pasta bake every single time. Like consistently? Yeah, like I've had people over for dinner and they're like, like oh like what is it tuna pasta bake you make and I'm like a hundred percent and they're like oh god I'm like and then like, you just wait until I and then I make it I did a roast yesterday I cooked my my, my flat a roast people were just like really kind of just like oh god how are you gonna do I cooked such a good roast lots of people do good, good roast I doubt anyone can do a hundred percent tuna pasta bake ten out of ten every time yeah oddly uh, an exotic thing don't sound like it but there's fish in it and that's that's a precarious thing to cook yeah even with, with tomatoes and yeah. you know. Yeah, but I, I smash it every single time. And that's hopefully a lot of the questions will be about tuna pasta bake. <laughs> I suspect they probably will. I enjoy our conversation about food because we had some nice food in Melbourne. We did, didn't we? You took us to some really good... Szechuan. There was a Szechuan place we went to. Yeah. Remember we were there with Rob Orton and then I asked... Our, fellow, I think, our friend comedian Rob Orton. Our friend Orton, comedian yeah. Rob Orton. And I was like ordering some Szechuan dishes with Chloe because Chloe, like, Chloe Pets, shout out Chloe Pets. And then... I ordered Szechuan, so Szechuan pepper is like is a particular type of spice that is what people call nummy, which is like it numbs your mouth. <laughs> it's like pretty hardcore. And I said to Rob, do you think you'll be able to handle the Szechuan dishes if we bring them? I don't want to order too many. Sure. And Rob went, well, I've had a mix spicy and I thought that was a m- bit much. And I was like, a mook spicy. <laughs> a mook spicy. A mook spicy. And he thought it was Less a bit much. Less his little cotton. So. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't have a good lunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we all had a good lunch in your yeah. company. We, that, was, that was a great recommendation. Thank you very much. That's a nice, that's a nice thing to say to someone because you can pick good Good food. Good food out, yeah. yeah. That's nice. Of the many things that you can do, that's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Coming in now into this this place, what is the studio, is going to be Jordan Brooks. Yeah. I think time is of the essence. Let's bring him into the studio. Coming in now, Jordan <laughs> Brooks. There he is. Hello. That's a man coming here. Who's Jordan Brooks? Uh, Jordan, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Here's some things about you that I'm going to say to you because we're on a piece of paper. Jordan's an award-winning comedian who won the main award at Edinburgh Fringe Festival uh, for his show, I've Got Nothing, in 2019. What was the award called in 2019? It was the Dave. It was the was first the year the Dave? Dave had sponsored it. It's not, Dave. not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, it's not R- an award this R-I-P. year, is it? I don't know if I can tell you. Are you sponsoring it? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually really, weirdly love, cheap to uh, sponsor. I'll, I'll be honest, I would love to win the Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would seem very apt. You're the only reviewer that comes yeah. in. You're the judge. <laughs> you, wear a, you wear like a shiny crown every time. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm show. in. You know I'm in. I insist on my own separate chair from the audience. Every now and then, go, no, <laughs> not for me. I don't like that. Do something different that I would like. <laughs> <laughs> you also won the Comedians Comedian Awards at the Chortle Awards in 2018. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah, but you mentioned that when I came in. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I was late coming in. I was just explaining to Ben, actually. We just spent time out in yeah. uh, Melbourne together. Oh, huge. of course. And you'd, yes. Yeah, we had a, we've had a lot of shared experiences, don't we? Yeah, yeah. It was a, we had a bloody great time Isn't out there. Isn't Melbourne nice. delightful? I was saying to someone there, I was like, this is what I imagine 
this is like the closest thing to what I imagine being a a really good like professional comedian would be like. Like, It was like this was this experience of what I expected. What actually the experience is getting in a car to an audience that want to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, (laughs) yeah. It's yeah, it's incredible. We had they to... treat you so well. They respect the arts there. You yeah. go, you go. I can't believe we're getting paid for this. Yeah. And you, I can't believe it. It's like you know what? If there was any other job, then yeah, you would be paid. You would be covered for things. It's insane. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's how bad the industry is that we we're like. Yeah, it's the opposite of being spoiled. Whatever that means, mm. it's the opposite. It's the prize for doing Edinburgh. We there was a lovely moment out there. I learned a lot about you in this moment. Well, it was quite well, sweet. I saw it secondhand, but you <laughs> we're out and about. We're dancing. That doesn't sound like either of us, but we were we were dancing around. Me and Jordan where, where about that? You we dance, yeah, dancers. Do you dance? I love to dance. Oh, yeah. okay. So, okay. So he's doing the thing that you both love to do, and um, this these people come up to start to talk to you. These like sort of lovely little fresh faced people. Chloe Pets told me this, and they <laughs> they went to talk to you. Let's just for argument's sake say they were coming up and doing like a little flirting. These people. And you just said to them point blank, I've got nothing to say to you. So this <laughs> needs to be this needs to be put into context. Yeah. The, the context was I just done I just done the late show. The chairs turned into like an audience, uh, like to like a dance floor. Oh, everyone's dancing the, there. What's it called? The Max Watts. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. I literally just been on. Like I've been on five minutes before. Then I went down and we were dancing. You know, when you see someone just been on, you just say something. You just say, Oh, that was nice. You know, this had happened thirty times now. <laughs> It's so loud. I don't drink. I'm completely drunk. I'm standing next to the speakers. This girl comes up to me. She says, oh, I really enjoyed that. Thanks for that. And I went, oh, thank you very much. That's very nice of you to say. And she goes, what? And I go, thank you. I'm like, I'm saying, thank you. Thank you very much. That's very nice of you. She's like, I can't hear a single thing. At this point, like, I've been taken away from my group of friends, which has happened, like, for the 30th time that evening. And I was so drunk. What I meant to say was... (laughs) No point in us there's, I continuing. can't hear what you're saying, so there's no point in this. Maybe you should go somewhere else to talk. What actually came out was, I have nothing to say to you. Yeah. And I said it quietly. And she heard, and I was like, oh, you can hear that, can you? <laughs> it was harrowingly quiet. It, was, so it went into her soul instead of her ears. It went yeah, she went into inside her. herself. Like, she disappeared. Like, uh, she was so unhappy yeah. with that. And I thought I was very, I hate that you pulled that out because that was, like, my most embarrassing, I thought like, you'd terrible like to deconstruct moment. it. it was yeah, that was, I, that, was, I was pure, that was pure cruelty from yeah. my end. Yeah, but sometimes it's nice, though, isn't it? Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we no, go. just to be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, my, I'm gonna say my truth. I'm I think I just, I think I just seen Banshees of Ishmael as well, and I was like, I yeah, maybe it's just time to tell people you don't, you just don't want to speak to them or something, yeah, yeah. or whatever it was. Like you done that with me once before, did I? Yeah, one time you we walk, I was walk, we were walking to, <laughs> I was walking to the Pleasant, <laughs> we, it was Pleasant, and then I came in, and then I opened the door for someone behind me, and it was you, and I was like, were you walking behind me for the whole time? And you were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't have anything to say to you. I was, just, <laughs> I was like, "What's the point?" Like, you're you've got your headphones in, you're enjoying the journey. You've decided, you know, when you like walk in, you're like you've got your A to B planned, and it's like, I'm going to listen to this song, and I'm walking, and I'm in these thoughts. I don't want to interrupt that, and I certainly didn't yeah. want you to interrupt mine. So I just thought, I'll just, I'll just trail behind you creepily, and then make myself known to you when is the it, time is right. It's, I was, I felt very respectful of you after that. Yeah, thank. I thought, <laughs> I thought that's something that's lovely, and I know, and it also you wanted me to see it because. A normal person with many bit waited two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, you could turn around at any point and see this and then figure out how long it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I think, how long has this been? Has it been an hour? (laughs) (laughs) I was in your house, man. I was in your wardrobe and I left at the same time as you. The respect only grows the more you learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's been training me for 15 years. This is. (laughs) What a polite young man. What a polite polite group. Jordan Brooks, uh, given the nature of this podcast, one big question, one small question, then a huge will attempt to explain that for you. 
Okay. Have you got a big question for us to kick things off? A huge, massive, big old question. You'd... Would you perhaps like to consult this piece of paper? <laughs> <laughs> is the pursuit of fame a mental illness? Well, actually, no. This is this is a slight. Uh... A, bit, a slight rewording of Wait, it. Wait, so the, sorry, the thing you're coming up off the top of your head right now needs a slight rewording. Go on. So, right, so, what, so what's written on the bit of paper here is, is the pursuit of fame a mental illness? What would you prefer it was? Uh, my, I believe the, the specific wording of my question was, should the pursuit of fame be considered a mental illness? <laughs> right, okay, yes, that's very, very different. Tell you what. So, um, a, bit, a bit annoying because what you've done there is you've written it down on the bit of paper, but you've also made the font bigger than anything else written on that paper. <laughs> so you know you could have fit the question in. There's no, there's no reason why it had to be reworded other than just to assert some sense of control over Perhaps this. Perhaps we're just gaslighting you, which only exacerbates the problem <laughs> yeah. of mental illness. Why is it on your mind? Why are you thinking about that for? I think about it all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you? Yeah. But you've been all successful. Is that why? I just think there's something very off about this contemporary obsession with something other than what we have. Sure. And I'm just, I'm just interested to know what your thoughts are. That's great. That's a bloody big question. Were you consulting the question to make sure it was well, what you said? Was, I mean, what, <laughs> yeah, that, again, that's not the question. That's not the way I worded it. So. Wait, so what's the... What, Should what, the so... pursuit of fame be considered a mental illness? As in, in the DSM file, yes. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Like, do you think at a time in the future people will go, "Oh, yeah, no, that was everyone was mad. Anyone who wanted this." Oh, that's fascinating. That's really cool. Like, it, there was an epidemic of fame chasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. It's difficult to think about it not as a comedian because I would like to be famous not because of the fame. It's because I would sell more tickets to a tour, which I think is maybe different to maybe people like it's more people, practical. Yeah, but it's more like a, it's a device for me having a better career, whether maybe someone who's famous goes, I just want to be seen. I want people to see my personality and be believe that I'm the best person alive or whatever that is. Yeah, that's oh, okay. Into so, the okay, so, so, there's a practical, there. so there's a practical end, there's a practical reason for it, but then beyond that practical reason, there's something quite, quite vague. Which quite nebulous is, and, yeah. Hold my hands up there. I don't care about the money. Way too much money. You just want to be known. Yeah, I just want to be known, 100%. Why do you think you want to be known? I do think this is actually quite pragmatic. Not enough love at a certain point. Even right. if there was plenty of love, but just not as much as I wanted. It's not and in the way that I want. Hugely going to overshoot. 100%. Also, I was saying this to Stu Goldsmith, our, our mutual friend just now. There's something about everything that's been big in my life. Boob job. <laughs> that's it. <the> end of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, the big moments in my life, there's been eight cameras around. I had it done on TV. And so there's a sense of security. Because I'm not going to fuck it up if there's eight cameras. Did you have it done on me. TV? Yeah, for ITV Transformation Street on ITV. They followed what? my nuptials and my boob job. When yeah. was this? 2017 or 18. After The Voice, is it on, which was also is it on, on Hub. Television. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After, I'll tell you when they aired it. This is really great. I do a panto every year. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I did a panto every year. And in the opening night, there's an interval and then that's when it aired and they put it on the big screen outside in the theatre no. so people saw wow. one half of a panto went out and saw me get a boob job and came back into the second <laughs> half wow. and I had to acknowledge it when I came out because I was the narrator I was the fairy but did the audience yeah. not think is she having that done now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 15 minutes? Yeah. it's a quick recovery a so quick I, recovery so I think there is a sense of security in the illusory security in the illusion of fame I'll feel safer right. the more people know who I am because they'll look after me <laughs> is that also yeah. like Again, this might be like quite like pop psychological, but like, is it because then you can never die? Like, is it is it is the pursuit of fame like a like a quest for immortality? You live, on, right? oh. like you live longer if people if more people know. You, that's you know interesting. You I'd see that that's where it deviates for me. I want to die in the arms of a thousand people that love me. <laughs> I don't care about living forever, but I'd like to be looked after until the moment of. Expulsion. But then you want them to immediately forget you exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take or leave the uh, the legacy. I don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Legacy. What about you? What's your feeling towards it then? I feel very uncomfortable with any <laughs> with the question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I asked it. Actually, I, don't, I, I wish I wish I hadn't asked myself that because I don't like that. 
I don't know. I'm always very questioning of like, why this? Why, what, do you, what is it that you want? What is it that you want? Mm. I guess like every step further towards being known by, by a larger group of people makes me feel uncomfortable. Like it, may, it gives me like a, <sighs> I don't know. I always feel like I'm hitting my threshold. Right, so yeah. all the reasons for not having succeeded, as they start to be removed and you still don't feel happy, that's terrifying because yeah, there's yeah. any reasons anymore to blame it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go, oh, okay, I'm just, just a person. I'm just unhappy. Like yeah. being being a person is difficult and there is no magical cure-all for no. the human condition. That's you can come see Jordan. Night-night. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's playing at the... <laughs> so can we be really specific there? Brooks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally love yeah. Tarder yeah. that depressing brush. I think it's great. Yeah. That's a great yeah, thing Katie guys. Holmes has uh, changed. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's Brooks. You've always struck me as someone who wants fame at any cost. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at Jordan like that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you you're like a real fact. Like I remember when we first met, and I was like, "What do you want out of comedy?" And you're just like, "I just want to be fucking known." And you said it, and you looked, and you looked at me deep in the eyes with a with a, a, a like a like a cold, calculated. Yeah. This suit. podcast is a character assassination of me. <laughs> Firstly, it's framing me as I've left my shirt at a line bike. Then it's then I'm cruel to girls that want to flirt with me. Yeah. This has not happened. Fame hungry. No, it hasn't yeah, happened. It has you, happened, yeah. No. Okay, but... <laughs> Shirtless fame I, I would hungry. Normally, I, would, <laughs> I would normally go along with that, but like it's been two now in a row where I've been misrepresented as someone, as an idiot. Or I'll a take cool one person. a day. I'll take one misrepresentation a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you not... It's never going to happen, therefore it's hypothetical, therefore it's probably not worth answering, but I'll ask it anyway. Overnight fame, how do you think you would react then? Negative. Well, it depends what I was. What the what? What for? Oh, so you're right. Positive. Like if it was artistic acclaim. Artistic like, acclaim. Oh, the huge. It's David. I probably think to myself, I have to do less of it now. Maybe. Yeah. It's good for me because I can spend more time on projects that I want to do. I'm not at a stage yet where I can just do things that I love. Right. Because so what, right, what right, stuff right. have you done that you're like? Oh, I really didn't want to do that. I can't say, obviously. No, you can say. No, I can't say. You can say, yeah. I can't yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Ben's right, nodding. Fine. All right, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This, Ro- this is lovely. Stand-up sketch show. You know I can't say what I don't want to do and what I do want to do. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but I'd love, but I'd love you, for you to try. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's such a privilege talking to the two of you. You've got so much more experience than I do in this field. Is there something I'm missing about Roast Battle? Because I, I find it really appealing. I've done them and I love them and I would love to be known as being a great roast comedian because I've always sent, looked at roasts as you sort of do have to deeply understand your opponent in quote, quote the more love there is in the air the better it always is it's always felt like yeah, quite a sure. noble pursuit I think it depends on the person you're doing it with like right. if you're, I did it with Ed Knight who's like one of my closest friends right. that was really fun the two yeah. of you but you can tell as watching you go where this comes from a place of love but sometimes the whole program is mean spirited, right? That's the point of it. It's, it's mean spirited. Right, yeah. So when people watch it, you'll want them to watch with a sense of like, this is something that only we can do to each other because uh, uh, we know each other well. Yep. Whereas other people going, I love being roasted, I love roasting people. And then I'm just like, sometimes you meet those people and you're like, I hate you so much. Because they, they want to tap into that spiteful see, part yeah. of them. They want to, they want to, yeah, they, they want to like, they want to give oxygen to that part of them that has got stuff ready to say about someone, you know, and I think that's where it's a bit... That is really, that's very astute. That's sort of blown my mind. I met some, we, we did a roast of a good friend of ours, a roast of Ross McGrain, and then a mutual friend from outside the world of comedy just started ripping into me casually in conversations because they'd seen us do it in a really, 
really like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know um, mechanical way and just assume that was now normal common parlance and it was it's very uncomfortable because there's no there's no mutual love or respect yeah, yeah, yeah. so it just said it was just oh, I've got a good one for you oh. <laughs> like, I really hope uh, when you get your dick chopped off they send it to you so you can go fuck yourself or something I was like this is just so casually that's not a that, that could, uh, in more deft hands, have been quite a funny yeah. thing. There's no timing to it. There's no rhythm to it. My, um, <laughs> I, got, I got an email from someone during lockdown and someone said, oh, we saw your roast battle, we really liked it. We would love you to come roast my husband for his <laughs> for our wedding. And I said, um, well, like, uh, I mean, may, I mean, one wants to pay, firstly. And then she was like, by the way, he is terminally ill. I mean, when you go as hard as possible, it was like, I said... We want, we want to see him off. Yeah. <laughs> Like a Viking, roast like him, a Viking. Roast him to set death. him on fire as he goes yeah. over the cliff. But I was, I was like, can you imagine if like I don't get it right? Like yeah. his reaction is like, oh no. <laughs> but then you're at your own wedding. You've been interrupted by a man you don't know, who has told you the most terrible personal cancer jokes, and then he's left. At, a we- at your wedding and, and like, nobody had the appropriate reaction because they all yeah, knew yeah. there was a roast but you didn't that's the best thing if they weren't also not everyone's yeah. seen roast battle yeah yeah that's great okay it's a note from me Simon I'd say that <laughs> <laughs> um, would you accept as a placeholder answer Jordan Brooks that is there something to be said for people that have a, a DSM registered illness there's like t- right so let's say for example this isn't one but like workaholism yeah You've got band A workholism, band B, and then they don't talk about the workholism that's like D or E, yeah. where you've got an excellent job that really fulfills you and you'd rather do that than anything else. That's great. So maybe the pursuit of fame is one of those mental illnesses that's, if it's working, then it's not an issue. It doesn't affect your life. Isn't that yeah. the definition of a mental illness? It's only when it affects your life that it reaches a bracket that requires intervention. Ah, there we go. Fame is is literally a job, the pursuit of fame. In most cases, you would prefer as many people intervene on a daily basis with what you're doing as possible. So yeah. you kind of, it's inbuilt. Well, the nature of fame has changed. In the past, you became famous as a result of you doing things. Yeah. Now famous can be a thing of, you are just famous. You, you were just, just fam- you were just a known and person. I, and I think that's, that's where it's the problem. It's like, yeah. if you're pursuing something and the goal is vague, and it's just, it's just whatever, whatever it is, I'm just going to get there. That's maybe where it risks becoming a problem. But if mm. it's a practical thing, it's like, I fucking love doing this. And I love making money. I love being creative. Then maybe that's if, if frame is a byproduct of it. Then maybe that's okay. I had a weird moment. So like, I've not got a big Instagram following. <clears throat> How many followers have you got? Well, I had six thousand, and then I put one clip up the other day, and I've now I've now got twelve thousand followers. What the fuck? Over, what? over the weekend. How did that happen? I don't know. I just don't know. But then it's it's insane to think that you know I've done I've probably done stand up on TV like ten times now. Yeah. I feel like more people watched that clip of me than have ever watched the shows that I've been on in total the dopamine felt good you sure but also but i was like this is a path i don't want to go you down. feel bad i felt bad that i felt i liked that i was like oh people but i think it's more that i was like i've worked hard for this routine or i've worked hard on this routine for months and months and then it's finally cracked i put it out on tv and then you know no one really watched it and i put it out and then most people see it and going oh this is a very good routine that's maybe the nicer part of it. And it's like the work felt like it paid off. It just, but I can understand the obsession with people going, yes, 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 this is great. And then you're just like, well, I'll just make more of it until I've just become yeah. very famous and then I get lots of money. I can understand why, because it's either that or your life is working for a job you're probably not really enjoying or whatever that version of that is. I lose like, followers every time I post a clip. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I watch them and drop off. 
It is it's very, very strange, isn't it? That sort of gradual flicker and decline. I, I, I'm often convinced that the algorithm is just locks you into a certain place that's like that you find appealing and will just fluctuate to keep you using the thing. And yeah. there's, there's no users. There's yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like no one's using the platform. I just I thought about some of the clips you posted and I was like, oh. Yeah. It was, it wasn't that one, one clip that, I mean, I personally very much enjoy it, but it's a very serious kind of documentary style video about sucking yourself off. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell you what, I very, very much enjoyed Jordan Brooks. Was that wonderful? Was it a Channel 4 production you did? With? Oh, the blap. Yeah. That was wonderful. You're in. Oh, thank is it, you. I don't want to spoil it by saying the premise. I think the premise is. The premise is pretty much on the. Yeah. You're in a sort of. You believe yeah. you, it, it's sort of set up that you're in a sort of a purgatory talk show situation yeah. bringing on. What's her name? Fuck. Who did you bring on? Debbie McGee. Debbie McGee's in it. She, and, was, uh, so she, was, she was so lovely. She was so lovely. Sunil as well. Sunil's in there. Yeah. Sunil, oh, Amy Gled Hill. Yeah. That's really. well, well worth checking out. What's the name of that? Do you recall it's the... called Late Night Forever. That's uh, well worth checking out. Criminally underviewed on, on YouTube. Yeah. Well, again, People just discussed. don't like stuff. That's why, that's, why, that's why I've learned. Um, I suspect a good thing to do now would be to move on to some quickfire audience listener questions. They, you get people right into the show, they've got questions to ask, and between the three of us, we can probably offer some sort of transplanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you looking so huge for the answer? I was like, that, I, was that like I was looking at you being... We can do it, can we? Can we do uh, it? You're like, she's just, the ego's taken over. Now she's just inserting the prefix trans into things that don't yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, and I'm just surrounded by yes men going, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I guess, yeah, no, no, that's, no, that's right, that's right. Let's Jordan these questions with a little transformation. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Time now for some quickfire audience questions sent to me at askjordan at off-script.co.uk. Jimbo from Hemel Helmstead. That's not funny. Imagine there's no countries. Go. That was his question. What, in our heads or just... <laughs> we just take a moment. <laughs> think about right. that. Yeah, think about that. All right, next one. <laughs> Can I kind of think about it later? Yeah. I'm picturing a lot of war uh, for some reason. No, best not to delve into the war. <laughs> No countries um, but war. Yeah. Um, I suppose we can interpret it any way we want. Let's let's rephrase it. Much like we did with your mental health question, let's rephrase it to what he actually intended. What, probably where, what Jim wants to say. Go on. Where would everyone go? Which? I feel like everyone would go some... I would probably go... Well, yeah, in the sea. <laughs> no or you land. walk into the sea slowly. <laughs> no, if there's no, if there's no land, then... Yeah. You, is it like... Is it like <laughs> 
it's the same st- shape, but there's, but there's no like, water, uh, there's so it's no, just pure. No, no, no. So it's as it's like it's like if Fr- France and Germany just there was no difference. It was just all it was yeah. all so earth. What's, right. What, it was all earth. So the guy's earth. earth. <laughs> where am I? I'm in Earth. Which <laughs> bit? Like near Berlin, <laughs> the capital of Earth. Near yeah. Berlin. What? Where? Oh, sorry, I just made that. Up. Yeah, but there wouldn't be countries. It'd be Berlin or Paris and London. Okay. Oh, you mean the cities would be there, but no country? Right. So there's no capital cities. That's so what they, I imagine. So they've lost their significance. Or did you mean? Did you mean no sea? Why are you asking me? I didn't ask the question. I'm, I'm asking what your interpretation like, of it is. Can I offer you something that I think will make you laugh? My producer, bless him, um, I think he's got such a low opinion of me, right? He goes, imagine there's no countries. He was like, it's from the song. <laughs> he just in my headphones, he's like, it's from that song. Imagine, uh, oh. like, imagine there's no heaven, no religion. What's it called? What's the song called, Ben? Imagine. imagine. It's, it's from, in my headphones, he's like, it's from the song Imagine. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Is it actually a lyric from the song? Yeah, it's a lyric from the imagine song. Imagine there's no countries. Oh, so have I, have I right, okay. So the what actually was he was talking a good, about that? What does yeah. that mean? <laughs> I thought that was so ubiquitous and that my producer Ben has thought I'd better let Jordan know that that's a song lyric from a song that's the first thing I thought of of course it's from Imagine right. Imagine there's no people so about you thought of that no, yeah, me and Jordan just... music we just sit in, t- we just sit in the yeah. dark <laughs> I stand corrected I thought that was a, I listen to my thoughts yeah. um, so yeah the, it's, it's from that song what is done by what, John is, what does John mean by that then I suppose we should ask him. Let's <laughs> Google it. Yeah. yeah. See what John. Le- what? Imagine this. What did John Lennon mean? What did John Lennon mean? I reckon if he was asked directly, he'd just he he could d- easily misdirect. You know what I mean? He could just ask. He'd just be like, like every single Bob Dylan song that was ever written. Love me some Bob Dylan, but most of it is just paint by numbers flowery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Imagine there's no country. Can you imagine if his answer was like, if it was like there was no sea and all the what, like all the countries were just all smashed together, just to like imagine. Imagine, that. It, imagine it was fucking insane. <laughs> imagine that. Like, imagine how fucking nuts Bro. that was. And all the like Chinese and all the <laughs> and all, we're all just mixed we're together, all together, like a big, like in a we're, one, we're one we're one entity, just in a big flat shed. Just <laughs> Chinese people, and black people, and just. Fellas like myself, and you know, and there was no rivalry between you know Manchester City and United. This was all just one country. Mm-hmm. We're all one big football team. All six billion of us. <laughs> Tony Rogers, uh, what's the worst Marvel Cinematic Universe film? Are we fans? I used to be a big fan. Me and Ed Knight, mentioned we used to go to every single Marvel film as a midnight. Uh, thing just as a tradition it could be fun to hang out but now we we I don't really talk about it I think that's too much too much of it there's a lot of it I would say the worst one that I've seen is and this is controversial I don't know if it is Guardians of the Galaxy 2 okay he was trying so hard to make it like a really sad soppy kind of oh the, you mean the, last, the very last one or the the one second in... one oh, where okay, he finds yeah. his dad oh, and yeah. I just was like they were they killed off this character who was a very the blue guy with the the uh, the needle in the first one killed wait, him off wait the... I'm watching so I'm listening to you very intently I'm watching Jordan Brooks very intently and I can't tell if you are completely jaded and have never seen any of them or if you're really invested Jordan won't have seen a single one uh, I've seen one and I've seen it was Avengers Endgame, which I went to see at the <laughs> cinema. That's the only one you went to go watch. I saw the adverts and I was like, oh, yeah, this looks great. And then I got there and I realised I hadn't seen any of them. No I idea what's going, going on. on. Yeah, because obviously... It's like watching the last 10 minutes of someone's stand Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this, this is like, this is the culmination of like a 20-film build-up. What? How? Could you miss every... I don't know. Every, I thought it'd be funny. Every, and it wasn't. No, it's no, there's no irony to it or anything. Every moment of it is a, is a callback. And every moment, like, I find those... Like, when Captain America catches the hammer of Thor, it is indistinguishable from, like, sexual thrill. Oh, everyone it, around me loved the, that. Yeah. It's, yeah. <gasps> 
You've, yeah. yeah. When Iron Man died, oh, there's a woman weeping, a, a grown yeah. adult woman yeah. weeping next to me, and but I was the like, the whole film is, is, is just that. There's no bit. There's no bit of that film that is just exists on its own. It's all a callback. It's three hours of Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Nothing funny about that. Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy two. I, I can't dispute that because I've got. I, I love them all. I'm on a roller coaster. I will okay. give you anything that's got a, anyone wearing a cape. I'm there. Maybe twice. A bloody then cape, capes or no like written capes. Yeah, it's not a fashion. I don't know why I'm making it about fashion. Yeah, no, yeah, Superhero yeah. for me, hundred percent. The move, the problem, the problem with that movie is they're trying to to trying to do an emotional bit. He dies in the film, and they're all very sad. They have like a funeral scene that's so long, and they have like a all the ships come and they all observe this funeral oh, with this yeah. guy, and you're like. They all hated him. They literally like I see it an hour ago. They like kicked him out of a strip club. A strip club. I kicked. What do you mean? How what, low a space, is a space, a space strip club? club. Yeah, it's a, no, it's a brothel. Speak. He has sex with a yellow person, I think, and <laughs> right, yeah, an alien. Not imagine okay. this. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, it was a really good funeral with loads of fireworks, and the fireworks looked like the Space Invaders video game. Do you remember that? At the end of that funeral, it was really cool. Speaking of strip clubs, I've arranged really. It was supposed to be really nice, right? Me and Leo Reich and yourself and maybe Ed Gamble and somebody else. You was all supposed to come to me to this Melbourne strip club, and you didn't come. And I was so invested, I just went on my own, and I had a really nice time. You missed out. What was happening at the strip club? I've been to one before, and I didn't like it. <laughs> a lot of sad. Well, sad dad was, in there. No, it was. <laughs> My friend went once, and he yeah. said uh, he went for his birthday, and him and his mate were drinking gin, and he just said it made them too depressed, and they had to go home. It does depend on what you've gone in there yeah, for. Yeah. Genuine, this is going to sound like a bit, but it's not. A bit of light conversation goes a long way. Going in there for a chat and a dance is nice. It's really wholesome and nice. We got very chatty. I went in there with my ex. It was our first date. We went in there. She was kind of a very spontaneous person, and I'm not. But she said, let's just go in here. And I said, I, yeah, sure. And then, so we went in, and we got talking to this, this, this woman, and she was talking about how difficult it was for her and her family. In, she'd just come from Eastern Europe, and she was doing this for her children. And then she was While like... While dancing? No, no, so she was having a drink with us. So the way you kind of do it is you kind of, they're just... People just sat around, you start talking to them and oh, then you can right. ask them for a dance or it's just sort of, there's that like kind of people in the club you're kind of talking to what so she told you her sad story and then was like well, we, we do, you want, do you want me to sit on your lap for a bit well, well no the, yeah well that's the thing it's well, like yeah, we were just talking to her no I've never been <laughs> would you like no, me to sit we on just, your lap we were just me my ex and this stripper we were just talking yeah. as it just happens I come up to you like how are you guys doing tonight and then yeah. you get talking and then my ex was a journalist she's very interested in people's different people's lives we managed to just get into this and then the end she was telling us the story and we was just it was just like very sad and then at the end she's like do you want to dance because we just heard about her like not having enough money so we're like well the best thing for you is to just get your puss out i guess for me so she got a puss out for us and i'll be, but i was watching her and she was doing so she changed from someone i was having an earnest conversation about how Dreadful their life had been, and then yeah. they turn into like a sexy, a sexy, sexy person with a the. It's a, a gear, hundred percent a, oh, a gear. Yep. Oh, there's a yeah. gear shift. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then she was dancing on me with it, and I was just like, like I felt empty. Though. I felt very empty. It, it, yeah. Like, yeah. like a professional, like a comedian. Is people assume us that we're on all the time? We've got a gear, of course, we've got a gear as we go, and that's that's genuinely it is a gear. Yeah, I mean that's what I do before gigs. I go around to the audience and just tell them how sad my childhood was. <laughs> you sit in the crowd. <laughs> you Would you like me to sit on your lap? I heard, I heard, I heard this guy's parents. <laughs> divorced <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you want a question transplain email ask jordan at off-script.co.uk or leave it in the review section of itunes jordan brooks that made it sound as if jordan had said something there and you went you can ask jordan anything <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what age were you when your parents divorced no no no, no it's a different jordan it's not 
we'll just redirect them if we need to. Yeah. Speaking of, this is really sweet. We don't get confused very often, but the one time we did, it was quite adorable. I got this sitcom that came out. <laughs> Do you remember? This is, this is at the Fringe. We're, we're, we're at, at the Fringe. fringe. Yeah. Um, and I, I got a sitcom coming out on ITV, coming out soon, and it said... <laughs> Jordan Brooks has transgender. What's it say? Um, yeah, Jordan. Jordan yeah. Brooks releases transgender sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote to you, and I was like, "You are such an ally." <laughs> Can I have a part in it? I feel yeah. like maybe I'd do quite well in that sitcom. That was yeah. very sweet. I was very excited. There's a comedian called Jordan Gray out in Iceland. He's an American Icelandic comedian, and he he got so much shit the week that I got my knob out on uh, Friday Night Live what, like, really? and he was so sweet about it he just kept saying he, the first message was like did you do something on TV this week and I was like yeah yeah so I've been mad he's like oh, I keep getting these horrible messages like really long things oh wow dude it's, they're, not, they're not for you they're not even yeah. for me do you know the John do you remember the John yeah. Lewis guy on Twitter the John Lewis the John, guy. there's a guy called John Lewis but he refused to give up his name <laughs> but every single year when the John Lewis advert come out people just always are tweeting about the John Lewis thing or just like general like customer service questions yeah. he replies too literally every single one (laughs) and he's like the John Lewis advert this year is so fucking wank fuck them I fucking hate that and then he'd be like "Uh, sorry that you hated the advert so much I'm afraid I'm not John Lewis I'm John Lewis the person the IT consultant if you'd like to contact John Lewis every single one and it's like it's incredible but like he that's he's he's living the life of Jordan Gray but in Iceland but imagine being me and cold. Um, there's only two Jordans, isn't there, in the UK, comedian, <laughs> comedian-wise? I don't think there's any other Jordans, are there? Not of note that I would say. No. Well, I've really shot down so many uh, aspiring comedians there. Yeah, fuck them. Well, I mean, if you watch the Dave channel, there can only be eight at a time. Yeah. So. Um, do you ever... <laughs> Jordans are not interested in being on television anymore. I don't want to be on Taskmaster. I don't want to do any of this shit. I'll do Soccer Aid and that's it. Do you, have you got a, a small yeah. question for us to cap off the episode, Jordan? A Brooks? small... A small question. And would you like to look at this piece of paper <laughs> what has got some options Well, I know you, what the question it? is, but I just want to make sure that the wording has translated uh, from email to page. Imagine it... <laughs> Yeah, 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 sort of. Would yeah, you yeah. ever write a trans <laughs> sitcom? <laughs> what happens to your trans sitcom? So, why why do cats respond to the noise? Well, what I've got in here, I mean, I'm not trying to shoot you down, but it, there... says, it says pss, 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 whereas what I got from you then was more of a... I go, because I, I go, can't do, I, I don't do that because I go, yeah. So yeah. onomatopoeically it's been misinterpreted. I, well, no, I, that is how I wrote it because I couldn't work out a way of, of translating... Oh, that's probably into, the closest thing, yeah. Into words. Okay. Why do they respond? Huge, have you got a cat? Uh, no, I used to have cats, and I looked after a cat recently that died, R.I.P. Molly. I, I think that maybe you do it, and they're like, oh, that's pathetic, that's okay. Wait, wait, do you know what I mean? Like, it's pathetic, go... Yeah, well, they and then they go, them. oh, this can't be a dangerous, this can't be dangerous. Oh, it's, it's less okay intimidating for them. Right. Right, okay. I don't know, maybe that's the, maybe that's it. Although, I, I, people have... Dogs, like when people talk to dogs or cats, that's and they do a different voice. For children, I babies, like I talk to them absolutely the same as I talk to you. Oh, I'm with you on that. Really? 100%. Yeah. Like a little person. I raised my niece for about a year and I talked to her exactly like this. Like that? And that's yeah, kind of she's voice. like one and a half, two, yeah. But d- d- does she not look at you like, what, what are you doing? No, because she's a baby. She doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> like she doesn't know what she's doing either. Do you ever do you ever do like a like a funny face for a baby or no. a dance? <laughs> I do it sometimes. Uh, she's being miserable. But there's not. Isn't there something so joyous in like being able to get a baby to like register a laugh? You know, and like, jo- that look in their eyes where it's like, oh, there's like pure joy. I argue it's more joyous for watching a two year old respond to you like an adult. 
<laughs> there you go. And you've seen succession this week. <laughs> yeah. There was a, a, a friend of mine, a, a Russ Grain comedian, his kid, Lexi, bless her. It was the first time I met her, I undershot and I, I went for the baby voice. And she's maybe two or three. I said, would you like an ice cream? Should I get you an ice cream? And no word of life went, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, that's what I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Ask me again, like yeah. an adult. Oh, um, oh. And since talk- then, I've, same as you, huge. I just like, like yeah. a person. If they you don't talk- get a word, I'll explain a word. Do How would you talk to a baby, please? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to see you talk to a baby. <laughs> Hello there. I do that. I, I ask a baby if, if I often ask babies if they're baby. Go, they're are, baby. Are you baby? Are you baby? I can't imagine you talking to a baby in any way that was like real or. I can no. imagine you go like, so how long have you known each other? How, how long it's very you... difficult. Well, my sister's just had a baby, so I'm having to learn that you can't just look at a baby like you would an adult. Because they look at you like, well, what's wrong with this one? So you have to, you have to like put on the performance of yes. everything's amazing and life is great and don't don't not grow up. That's, yeah, that lie that we sold that that's yeah. horrible. The day that you realise that everything isn't Disneyland, and I yeah. do feel a sense of I'm not sure who to blame for this, but you you are lied to the whole time. Why are we making this excitable noises about? What is sort of a, a five out of ten life? <laughs> I'd like to remain. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll pass that on to my nephew. <laughs> I'd like to remain as the person for the everything changed when that baby looked at me. They go, everyone on the bus was doing the face at me. And I looked at this man, strangely, and he just <laughs> stared deeply back at me. And I realised that maybe maybe I'll die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will die. Something that you said earlier, that it's a distinction. There's many distinctions between the two of you. But you've, I think you feel it's probably the reason you get on so well. You feel, feel a similar sphere, this, like an acerbic and a witticisms and, and stuff. But definitely a distinction I make between the two of you is that, like you said, Jordan, Huge would never do a funny face. For anyone, I don't think I'm see you do faces that are enjoyable, but they're yeah. sincere reactions. I don't think you would ever pull a face to achieve anything. No. Whereas I feel like Jordan, you probably bust that out all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is goes from blackjack to fruit between the fruit uh, salad. Fruit salad. Yeah, uh, if, yeah. If we had to make that distinction, that is the only that's the one variable that I'd use to distinguish. Yeah. Definitely, you could be a, a blackjack if Huge wasn't here, and likewise, you've yeah. got you've got I, a, a soul of bubblegum. What we've established here is that I have more of a lust for life than you do. <laughs> I screamed for the first time last year. Did you? Yeah. What? What? You screamed for the first time. First time. Yeah, I had to scream for a podcast. I was doing like a voiceover thing, and they were like, "You just this bit, you're getting tortured, so scream." And I was like, "I, I was just trying." And I was like, "I've never, I've never raised." Wait, did you go for an, a muted sort of, first of all, did you try like a, ah. So this is what I did first round. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, scream like you're being tortured. I'm like, I've never gone beyond that. I've never gone beyond that. Wow. Do you not find it like cathartic to let stuff out never tried man you gotta let it you let some <laughs> stuff out see what happens but what if it all goes what if I let it out and it all goes oh like a primal <laughs> scream that keeps going yeah take yeah. the risk yeah see what happens <laughs> right so have you ever done a funny face on stage just to get an easy laugh I've done like a quizzical face like a kind of like a I'm all meant to look that was so, nothing that didn't yeah, just yeah, you didn't no, even commit yeah, yeah, to nothing, the experiment there nothing there okay fine so no then I guess no you turned your head to the side and had the same face it's it's more it's more because it doesn't work for the act. Yeah, no, it like sure. it works very well for Jordan's act because you pull a face when you're doing a bit because you do act outs selling selling the idea. You're like selling this yeah, yeah this idea in a cartoon a cartoon yeah. version of this idea. Yeah, and to make it cartoonish, you've got to kind of get into play it up. Yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. It but, also offsets the bleakness of some of the subjects. So if, yeah. you're, if you're like yeah. if you're being like a jaunty jester, well, that's the music does for me. Because the music, yeah. you do it with nice music, then you can say kind uh, of what you want. You can say anything you want with a nice yeah. Johnny tune, I 100% yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would you accept as a transformation that uh, the reason, I think, you, Hugh, your, your explanation is great, the reason that they respond is because it is emasculating for you and it makes them feel more comfortible? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. Do cats like you 
Oh, the cats love me. I have a cat. I'll show you this no. picture. That, that, sorry, you get out. No, you, yeah, go there's on. A pi- there's a cat. Your, your cat and I'll, I was looking after it for like, I met this cat within two hours. It was it was watching TV and it was sitting on my chest watching TV with me. I, it's I, just, it, you, I just love. You cats. find the picture of this cat. I'm going to do our little outro yeah. and then we, we'll end on a lovely picture of a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you uh, so much to Huge and Jordan for joining us. Uh, follow Huge on socials at Huge Davies. Yeah, definitely. Yes, we, you may or may not find a picture of a cat that you're about to talk about, and check out his show, Who Done It, at the Edinburgh Fringe. If you're heading up there <laughs> this year, he's at the Pleasance Courtyard. What time is that show? Do you remember? T- uh, Nine forty. You'll find it, and that's Who Done It at the Edinburgh Fringe. It's got plenty of gigs coming up between now and then, and around about the country. Follow Jordan at Jordan Brooks on Twitter and Jordan Brooks Comedy on Instagram. Why the distinction of the lack of? You've uh, gone all casual for it. Someone else, so, someone else has got has got George Brooks on Instagram. Ah, uh, oh, fair enough. It's not as yeah. exciting, isn't it? Yeah, sorry, there's we'll no, back, there's no Brooks. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm kidding. Transplaining is an off-script production produced by Ben Backhouse and executive producer Louise Berry. Huge Davis, picture of a cat. Oh, you're not going to plug any stuff that I'm up to? Or, no, that's oh, fine. sorry. No, please, no, 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 no worries. Please, no, I don't worry about no, it. No, you know what? Jordan Brooks, what are you doing? Nothing, but you, you didn't know it's, that. It's that. It's that or a cat. We haven't, yeah. Well, I'll... I'll, uh, we can look at the cat while I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, I'm up at the fringe doing a work in progress show. It's not that so cute. <laughs> I was within <laughs> a few, the I was within a few hours of me meeting the cat. Oh, that's yeah. that is really sweet. And yeah. my, I'm, I'm juggling a lot here. My sincere apologies, yeah. Jordan Brooks, because <laughs> that that is you did actually say that outside. I'm just I'm a I'm a slave to this piece of A4. Um, what what's the name of the work in progress it's show? It's called Snakes for Cats to Watch, and it's not <laughs> and it's nowhere near finished, but it should be fun. Uh, come and see it in development. Snakes for Catch to Watch for the first and last week of the Edinburgh Fringe, I believe. Yeah. Like yeah don't ask me why. No. <laughs> I think there's a, a good reason. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Deciding whether yeah. to end it. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely the first week, maybe the second one. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Jordan Gray, Huge Davis. Thank you so much for joining me. That's right. <laughs> Jordan Brooks, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. me. We've been on a podcast, it's been nice. Oh right. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> not so, well. Not as good as the early rest of the did. room. I mean, I don't get. A th- everyone, no one else got a fucking character assassination. <laughs> I, I like, fucking hell! I can't believe the girl that I, <laughs> the only the only time I've got drunk this whole year. And you're like, you misspoke to a woman. You, yeah, bring that up. Shirt, <laughs> How dare you? Shirtless, fame-hungry misogynist, Hugh Davies, <laughs> and lovely fruit salad cat scaring Jordan Brooks. I've been Jordan Gray. This has been a podcast. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye, everyone.